0: Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Star Wars
1: Sessions podcast. part oh, he loves a good Star Wars Sessions.
2: Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the
0: way, this is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins.
3: Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars? Why don't you stay for the sessions? My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud, and joining me here as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon is the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy, and the leader of the Ladbatch. It's Luke Bly, Ooh. Master Blywalker. How you doing, mate? The land
0: Batch, yeah. um, Yes. Oi, oi, Happy, happy Midway through February, and um, happy Samuel Jackson posting uh, mm. Mace Windu is not dead
3: week. Yeah, <laughs>
0: go away. <laughs> I can't believe it. Please, no,
3: please. No. I'm sitting here begging for tech to be six feet under in the bad batch and to stop bringing these fools back. I love tech, I know. I-, I love Mace. Stop bringing people back. I love, yeah. I- listen, yeah, b- if you want to do it, you can have something set in the Clone Wars and uh, like rapidly and wildly de age Samuel L. Jackson yeah nothing after Order 6 otherwise nothing means anything and Star Wars will just be a a bit ropey if everyone just keeps coming back to life (laughs) I love Samuel's passion though yeah we're at the
0: verge of death and resurrection in in Star Wars being a little bit of a stereotype right I don't like it a gimmick and I no I'm not a fan I am really, really not a fan. Please, no. Sam Jackson just wants a sweet, sweet like Disney Plus. He gets
3: cash that Marvel money, didn't he? He's, get, he's in every Marvel film, even if only for a short while. He's getting that sweet dosh. Oh. I love his passion for the character. That, that I, I adore. I love how he's ever since 2005 he's wanted to come back. He's loved the character. He loves Star Wars. He wants that purple lightsaber again. I respect mm-hmm. that you, mm-hmm. because there are some actors who probably don't ever want to come back or whatever but sam isn't one of those but i just don't i can't see a satisfying way and i've seen some people online those who i love and respect as well saying if they can find a way that works they'll get behind it i can't find a way that works for me to get i can't not to start this off with a well a bashing session but there is no way they could bring mace back for me or i'd think okay now i get it there is none What about you, mate? Can you see a world? I I know this ah, isn't the show, but can you find a world where it works? Not personally, no. Mm -hmm. I think it's stupid. I
0: think it's daft. Um, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. I might be proven wrong. We might be proven wrong. True. But right now, Mm -hmm. mate, nah, I I don't. I think, come on, mate. Come on, be just let them die. It 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 kind of eradicates the importance and the gravity of Order 66, doesn't it? 100%. As well. Of that moment in the prequel, When well, Anakin's Fall. Yep. Yep. Oh yep. you oh what I killed. Oh, I didn't really need to turn to Dark Side because I didn't kill him anyway. I mean it probably yeah. wouldn't it wouldn't have been good news anyway. It would have been excommunicated from uh from yeah. the jedi order anyway but um yeah i mate, i don't know i'm just here sipping on my green tea you know nice. oh by the way as well by the way um super bowl acolyte trailer didn't happen did it no last week's last week's drama with empire magazine going hello there as a little teaser what did
3: you think of that like the little well, i haven't got the message now but i have the timestamp, and this is i don't often break you know me my friend i'm as deprecating as they come. As a humble brag, I, have, I need to get the timestamp. I text Luke on, on, on a popular messaging service, WhatsApp, and said, this is what I think it's going to be. And it was before I'd seen anybody in our discord or anybody online saying it. And I yeah. said to Luke, it is it, probably going to be the 25th anniversary of the Phantom Menace or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you did. Um, As it turns out, it was because they always release covers. Uh, they release covers like a month early. So this, so the May one will be released in April or whenever, uh, and it just felt right, but I did get a little bit excited because I was like, why are they saying hello there with the Star Wars font and the, the classic stars space background if it wasn't yeah. going to be for something Obi-Wan-E? But we also didn't get the acolyte trade. I think we both said last week that we would like to see it at the Super Bowl, but we don't think they will actually do it, especially when I found out how much those adverts cost, mate. Oh yeah, you texted me about that. You were like, and also
0: it's um, being being run on like CBS Paramount, something like. I mean, we don't watch the Super Bowl. Like, it's too late over here. It started
3: at like half eleven on a Sunday, right? Half eleven PM. You know, know. (laughs) no. It's it was the best watched Super Bowl of all time, which is great news. It was, but it also had about ten times less view than the World Cup games do. So. Sorry about that. Soccer wins again, but I'm glad everyone enjoyed What the wins Bowl. again? What wins again? Soccer. to Just to, no. just to uh, rub it in a bit more. Real footy. Real Thank football. you. Never on the floor. But no, um, all joking aside, I hope everyone enjoyed the Super Bowl. It seems like a lot of our listeners watched yeah. it and enjoyed yeah. it and also hoped to see the Acolyte trailer and didn't. But if the Mandalorian and Grogu um, release and announcement is anything to tell us, Lucasfilm will find a lane which is empty a day or a week where there's nothing else dropping and they will drop it and they'll take up that social media real estate with the acolyte trailer they could have dropped it at the super bowl but deadpool and wolverine dropped twist so many other things drop that which <laughs> which movie, the the, the, the um it.
0: the deadpool trailer which is obviously disney now right it's part True. of the mcu
3: most yes. viewed trailer ever in twenty-four hours, right? Crazy. Very. I, I did enjoy the trailer; it looked very fun. Um, but that's that. That's the point. If the Acolyte c- came out, is it getting overshadowed immediately? Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah, because mm-hmm. just how popular that was, and Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman have been pushing that so well on social media. So, I think they're going to find a time where there's nothing really coming out, or there's a day where they can own social media. Hashtag the Acolyte is trending, and they get all the views, which is. Probably smart business sense, um, though dropping out of nowhere yeah, can also sometimes bite you in the backside. They've just got to, um, yeah, they've just got to get
0: the marketing right for people that have no idea and clue about this show. Yes. This show is one of their most expensive. Projects right, it's very expensive. A lot of practical effects, a big cast that was made over here in the UK, and the vast majority of the "quote unquote" normals have no idea of this show's existence. They have no idea it's coming, and uh, I, I think if there is a show that needs a little bit more pushing, it's this one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, listen, I think Super Bowl would have been a great opportunity, but like you said, there's, there's the point. Yeah, would it have been overshadowed? Probably. Um, And that would be Disney pooping on its own products with another one of its own products. And (laughs) you know, and it's a lot of money, you know. So in hindsight, it makes a lot of sense, but doesn't a lot of things. Right. So listen. Oh, well. Oh, well. But we've got, we've got a cheeky, cheeky show ready for you lads this week, mate. In we like, I am buzzing for this episode.
3: it is filth, mate. We've got plenty to look forward to in terms of releases coming out. But before then, mate, before we talk about any anything for t- today's episode or Super Bowl this or <laughs> like that, we've got some news from our Patreon department, which we're always happy to share, haven't we, mate? Yes, a big welcome
0: to two new sickheads, Steve Wady and Adam Buttigieg. Glad. I think that's what we're going with. I, you know, I Googled it. I know there was a, <laughs> mm-hmm. a mayor, I think, somewhere in America who had this surname. It was. Uh, they've both joined up at the hello there tier. Welcome, couple of sick heads. Enjoy the extra content. Thank you so much. Means the world. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions if you want to get involved in the extra content and, uh,
3: and cheekiness and become a, an oh. official sickhead. You know? Oh. Come on. Steve and Adam, yeah. hello there. Adam Wadey and Steve Buttergig, as I called him. I think Lukey Boy was far or more on the money with that one. But yeah, <laughs> thank you so much for signing up. Your support means the absolute galaxy and the world to us. Enjoy everything we've put out. We've got about four years worth of content for you to go back and enjoy. Uh, and we've got many, many more years to come. Plus, you've got stuff coming out this month as well. Uh, so get get involved, get stuck in, and we hope you enjoy it. And we thank you again for supporting us. Now, every week. We, always have, we seem to have new announcements from Patreon HQ every week, which is, you know, heartwarming. But something which never ceases every week are the sounds of Big Ben Kenobi in my eardrums. Lukey Boy, what does that mean? Uh, it must mean it's galactic news round. <sighs>
0: To celebrate the 25th anniversary of The Phantom Menace, the movie will receive a limited cinematic run beginning the
3: 3rd of May. Printable photography on the second and final season of Andor has now been completed ahead of its scheduled 2025 release. at the recent megacon event in
0: orlando ewan mcgregor once again expressed interest in reprising his role of obi-wan kenobi in a second season of the streaming series
3: and according to collider the acolyte is set to be released on disney plus in the summer of 2024 Hi, this
2: is Details. This is Matt Joseph. This is Alex Damon. This is Brendan Wayne. This is Trevor Butterfield.
1: Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, a.k.a. Ezra Bridger, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. Fifteen years after the events of Rise of Skywalker, for me...
3: The new Jedi Order. Ray Skywalker, the star of the sequel trilogy and the current Last Jedi Standing, is returning with a brand
0: new story set 15 years after the events of The Rise of Skywalker.
2: We will see how Ray is building a new Jedi Order.
0: The biggest surprise was the announcement of a new
4: project centering around Rey.
2: The character who will of course be returning is none other than the current Jedi, Rey, from the Rise of Skywalker in the sequel trilogy. As she is re-establishing the Jedi Order set 15 years after the events of uh, the Rise of Skywalker. And Rey is going to be this leader, this powerful Jedi Master rebuilding the jedi order with the help of this movie lucasfilm plans to develop a new era of star wars and move the universe further
1: i am so so thrilled to be at celebration with all of you in london um thank you kathy Charmaine, for having me back i'm very thrilled to be continuing this journey
3: mate the road goes ever on in star wars we spoke about this last week will star wars ever end and we said well probably not in our lifetime and we know it's continuing with the new jedi order announced at star wars celebration london 2023 by none other than kathleen kennedy herself lucasfilm prez we know we're going ahead in time to the new jedi order to raise skywalker being the jedi master setting up a new academy We're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about how the film became to be. uh, Some of the story beats we know about. We've got some beautiful little audio clips to play. And we're also going to be looking at what could the new Jedi Order look like? What do we think it's going to look like with the little knowledge that we have? We're, of course, going to speculate responsibly, which, you know, we don't always do. But we're going to try that tonight. Lukey Boy... Uh, you may have just heard yourself on some of those clips which we recorded at Star Wars Celebration from the Lucasfilm Showcase panel. You seemed pretty excited then. Can you remember what it was like when you found out about the new Jedi Order and a, almost, almost one year on? Yeah. Where, where, well, where's your excitement? Where's your thoughts uh, on this? <laughs>
0: oh, I, went into, uh, I went into Star Wars Celebration hoping there would be a film announcement. <laughs> And there were rumours on on the Thursday and Friday morning that there was going to be a Dave Filoni Star Wars film. Um, yeah. And that, that, was, that was all we were talking about in the queuing hall, you know, when we were there at like eight o'clock in the morning or whatever it was, when they were like, oh, don't bother, don't bother coming to Convention Center at this time because you're not going to be able to queue up. And you could, you know. Yeah. Disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. Anyway the 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 film news was one of my biggest takeaways not just from you know that Lucasfilm panel but all of celebration that friday of celebration it was it was just so special to know that yes there is focus again and at the end of the day i love i love the streaming series mate love them star wars really does suit streaming it suits a television format george lucas always loved the the idea of star wars on on the small screen but ultimately the brand the mythology it belongs in a cinema mate yeah and i think is it just me Is it just me or is it just sometimes easier to put on a film to just go, I'm going to watch Last Jedi. I'm going to watch Solo. I'm going to watch A New Hope today. And you're getting such a meaty, substantial bit of Star Wars mythos, right? Compared to, I'm going to watch a couple episodes of Andor. I'm going to watch a couple episodes of Mando. And you might catch up with it later down the line, right? it's just the nature of TV versus film. I do think film, you know, I'm, I'm more likely to remember stuff from films. I'm more likely to remember, you know, s- specific moments, specific lines. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think the films have seemed like a, a, a big deal. So when we learned that, you know, Daisy Ridley or Raisy Diddley was oh. going to be uh returning as Ray, you know, I, I was surprised. Like, I had no inkling of that. And I remember, um, in the queue, Luke Summerfield, King of Wales, was like, "Mate, if they bring Daisy, if they bring Daisy back, if if she's on stage and they announce a Ray film, and that was the one where I was like, Whoa. well, maybe, maybe I can't, I can't see them doing that, and I, I couldn't. Could you? Could you see?
3: No, no. not at the time. No, I didn't think no. it was going to happen.
0: No, but those, um, you know, lunch dates between Daisy Ridley and Kathy Kennedy over in California. Those rumours were true. They were real. And the pictures, I remember us talking about that on here, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And it's real, mate. It's coming. Ray Skywalker. Love it. Love it or hate it. I, I, I think there's a lot of people that are intrigued by this film. I'll say that as well. A lot of people want to know the continuation. They've, they've, they've heard the idea and they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm I'm hooked. Even if you're not the biggest sequel head. Yeah. There's a lot of people that want this film.
3: Yep. Yeah, man. Um, I have on that audio. You didn't hear it, but uh, I listened through it. And when Kathy comes out and says pretty, I paraphrase, but she basically says, you know, that's all the, that's all the filth we've got coming for the streaming series. She did say that exact words, but, um, mm. but <laughs> then she says, I know a lot of you here want to know about the future of star Wars in cinema. And there's mm. one guy in the audience who I'll just call Luke B started to just screamed, Yeah. Cinema. <laughs> so I know exactly how excited you were, mate. But um, yeah, I remember being proper excited when we were finding out about new films. And because we'd heard of the Filoni one, we knew there was going to be a culminative event, but you know, you know it was going to be on the big screen. They said cinematic, but you never know nowadays. Did mm. I think we were going to get what we got. Obviously the Mangold Dawn of the Jedi film. Didn't think we'd get that, and the new Jedi Order. No, I didn't think we'd get that because I thought, like we're we'll here from Daisy as well. I just thought they're, they're not they're not that far out. Yeah, from the era from, from from Revenge of the Sith to the Force Awakens was ten years, but they were also new eras, new new everything. You know, prequels to the sequels. This is a continuation of their own story. Um, but but of course, by the time the film comes out will be a little bit further outward. Did I think we were going to get it? No. Was I excited about it? Yes, I was then. I, I still am now. I still am now. I can't wait to find out more about what the film's going to be about. Who's going to be in it? What is it setting up? Uh, all the, all the, all the books that are going to come out around it. You know, me loves a book, um, mm-hmm. but no, I'm, I'm just very, very excited. And um, we've got some cool quotes to go through later as well from Kathy about how, how she sees it and how they are viewing this compared to, the Skywalker saga, which is very interesting. But um, at Celebration, they brought out the director, Sharmino Bade-Chanoy, the Academy Award-winning director, Shamina bade uh, to discuss the film and also to introduce a very special Jedi Master. And of course, Lukey Boo, we have that audio. Do you want to hear it? Uh oh, yes, mate. Play it. Of course. Here we are. You know,
4: I've always been attracted to the hero's journey and uh, the fact that the world needs many more heroes and the blueprint of the heroes that we see on screen are rooted in real life and i've spent the better part of my lifetime meeting real heroes who are overcoming oppressive regimes and battling impossible odds and i think that's the heart of star wars and that's why i'm attracted to the promise of a new jedi order and i'm attracted to the idea of immersing myself in a jedi academy with a powerful Jedi Master.
3: Okay, 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 okay. Just one more question, if I may. Is there any chance you can tell us who is rebuilding
1: this new Jedi
3: Order?
4: Ali, I can do much better than that. Who would like to meet the Jedi Master?
0: oh mate (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm so happy uh we recorded the audio of the panel you know because you can't you can't get a lot of that um audio footage online it's really hard like there are snippets here and there but it's it's yeah we have a recording of the whole the whole panel I listened um, to the
3: Andor trailer the other day. Can't can't see it, but I listen to it. And yeah, but like,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Asterix, we audio recorded. Yes. We did not video record. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> and that's truthful, yeah. We just like, very true, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um although I have uh, on TikTok I did see like a screenshot from the Acolyte trailer. And it was like Ooh. someone reacting to a video that was taken down for copyright, but the reactions not there. So, yeah, interesting stuff. But yeah, it's literally just like a split second of like mm-hmm. act like filth, mate. Um, <laughs> but when Ray when Ray came out and the, and the Lucasfilm showcase panel was outstanding, absolutely yeah. outstanding. It was maybe one of the best. You know, big news media panels they've done at a celebration. I think they're just because they packed in so much. Maybe, maybe they could have even spread it out a bit more, right? You could have had multiple panels just that Friday dedicated to news. Here's stuff on streaming, here's, yep. here's cinematic live action. And um, maybe I would have done that. But uh, no, the, the the Ray return was unbelievable the enthusiasm the warmth you know and daisy said that recently didn't she she said all she felt was love from those people when she was returning then there was a lot of negativity online you know she was very anxious and um upset at some of the reactions and opinions coming out during the sequel trilogy but kind of those years later being at celebration feeling the love celebrating the love you know that's uh that's special, and she is loved. And mate, you know, I know we've got we've got you know um, a few audio clips of of Daisy to play in this episode, but man, she's likable. She's so likable, and uh, I think that's another benefit to this whole project is Daisy Ridley herself. Yeah, again, doesn't matter what you think of the sequels. The acting in the sequels is superb. Adam Driver, superb. Daisy mm. Ridley, superb. It's, mate, the excitement's there. And it was nice to hear Shami Nobate tonight talk about the hero's journey, you know, talk about actual Star Wars, not about other things and taking them out of context, you know, about <laughs> men and stuff. But but also, I think, um, you know, one of our recent interviews where she was saying, um, you know, it's oh, it's about time, you know, like a woman direct stuff in Star Wars. It, I, I, in all fairness, I, I think I've said to you before, I think Star Wars sometimes suffers with a PR, you know, uh, pers- perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think, Hey, listen, you know, like G- Lucasfilms, George Lucas's company. Yeah. And and George Lucas was the director of all three prequels, you know, and before that it was the seventies and eighties, you know, for, for, for someone to come in and direct a film, there hasn't really been a big window you know i'd I'd, I'd argue and in tv some of our best series um episodes have been directed by women deborah chow bryce dallas howard um so you know but hey i know it's not men like that anyway i just wanted to throw that in there mate Uh, i'm i'm excited the
3: enthusiasm you could hear from that audio clip dude come on come on the, the place erupted we yeah. were in the twin Suns breakout room. That place went mental. The the main stage, the the main area, that went crazy. You yeah. know, I've seen other people saying that oh nobody reacted. Like, yeah, you the guys who are sat on your couch at home who just didn't want to go. The ones who are actually there, we can tell you right now that this place or couldn't, as- or, or couldn't go. <laughs> you know, couldn't, like some, <laughs> I'm talking about I'm talking about this there are certain commentators out oh. there who are just making up rubbish. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the, the real yeah. ones who, who who were there and can appreciate star wars through the good and the bad mm. we know we were there and as you just heard the place went mad and that was only a little snippet uh, of the uh, the tiny inkling of its destructive power of how <laughs> of how power, like powerful it was in those rooms at the time so yeah it's great to hear daisy coming out she said a little bit more since she obviously only said literally a few words on stage what you heard earlier is what she said you know she's just she's really pleased to be here in London and she's looking forward to continuing the story it's pretty much all she said um but I don't think she could have got many more words out such was the kind of look of joy on her face and she's a she's a diamond we we were lucky enough to have met her you guys know that and if you don't we did uh, and she was very generous with her time it was like 40 seconds but mm. she's obviously you know she's a guest of honor at the Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny premiere, and two idiots bumbled out of the toilet. One of them shouted, oh my days. She didn't have to say, she could have said, look, I'm busy, I've got to go. But she gave us time of day. She um, had patience with me whilst I, c- I couldn't get my phone to take the picture. My, <laughs> I couldn't press the button in time. <laughs> um, but she was very kind about that. But um, yeah, th- so the initial reaction, great. Hearing Charmaine talk about the hero's journey, great. And of course, um, her experience as a filmmaker as well. And it's interesting to hear that the what she's her documentary is about i believe daisy herself said the, the you know this film isn't necessarily going to be a bad act but she's bringing mm. a lot of her of the skills and techniques that she's employed as a documentarian into filmmaking some of my favorite filmmakers started off as documentarians because there is just a much more cinema very like a fly on the wall feeling to that um, storytelling
0: george lucas Papa george, george lucas George Lucas wanted to start off with uh, documentaries and he preferred the idea yep. of documentary. In fact, he wanted to be a photographer. He didn't really particularly want to get into filmmaking. He wanted to be a photographer, but his dad was like, no, you're not going to go study, you know, photography. And I was like, well, I'll <laughs> go to film school and kind of do it indirectly. <laughs> and <Yeah. learn."> it <laughs> and
4: was the and lesser of like- two
3: evils as well back then because film, even back then, the idea of making a career in film wasn't... It wasn't achievable to to parents. Mm. You hear so many filmmakers. It's like Spielberg, for example, and I know the fable ones came out the other year. But so many filmmakers back oh. then say, um, you know, I wanted to be a filmmaker, but you know, my usually the 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 the, the, the dad the father figure was saying, no, there's no money to be made there. And lo and behold, they did. But it's interesting now. if You want to go into film? Most people probably say, yes, please do mm. go, get into filmmaking. It's also a lot. I don't don't think it is any easier. It's probably easier back then to get into film than it is now. But when, when Lucas came into film, it was, it was the kind of the new Brat Pack, the new era. It's him, Francis Ford Coppola, Spielberg, Friedkin, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. Brian De Palma, you know, the lads demand them. The, 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 they're kind of the art school punks coming out and changing the way film was being made. Um, And it's film did change because of all all of them. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, imagine if Lucas was just, just, I say just, Sitting opposite the greatest photographer at this side of Coruscant, but imagine if Lucas was like, Do you know what? Actually, I, I am just gonna be a photographer. I'm not gonna I make know. films. It's crazy. I know. All crazy. of this all of this
0: stuff behind <laughs> me right now wouldn't be there, you know? Like and We would wouldn't have, be here. Well, I'd have other <laughs> priorities. Maybe maybe we'd be Trekkies, you know? Maybe. Oh. So, yeah. Oh <laughs> no. MCU right. sessions. Oh, don't don't. That started. Um, so so, Daisy Ridley's been out promoting. Um, is it? Sometimes I think about dying. What's yes. the What's the name of the? Is the that that it? That She's is been it? out promoting it. She's been on a few podcasts, chatting about the film. Now, if you're going to have Ray, yeah, on a podcast, you're going to ask him Star Wars stuff, right? That's just a. No-brainer. No-brainer. So we've got a few audio clips here, right, to
3: play. Um, What's the first one from, mate? Is it Happy Sad? My man's got it. This is from uh, the Happy Sad Confused podcast episode Mm. with Daisy, um, interviewed by Josh Horowitz, which dropped uh, a week or so ago today. And this is what Daisy had to say about the initial meeting with um, Mama Kathy and the overall direction of the film.
1: I mean, I went to breakfast with Kathy, and honestly I was just like, yeah, I think it's just breakfast. And then she came right out and said it. And I did think about it. I was like, I'm not sure because it feels soon to me. And Mm. um, yeah, yeah, I've been doing much different things. And I was like, how does this like fit? Like even as you've said, doing these like 21 day shoots and it's like a long time and all that sort of stuff like in a very sort of like logistical way. And then I went away and I went to my mum's house <laughs> and she was like, and also this was one day off from Magpie. So then I went back in the next day. I was like, what's going on? Uh, and I felt honestly like, a giant like I was like, I felt like I was 20 again. Yeah. Like all of those feelings came back of, Oh my God. I went and saw and spoke to my mom about it. And honestly, if it wasn't a story worth telling, I wouldn't be yeah. doing it. But I was like, it's, it's like a fun, it's a fun direction.
3: She was like, oh. um, <laughs> Yeah, that's oh. how. So the, the breakfast that you mentioned, the, the the now infamous brekkie that she had with Kathy Kennedy, I mentioned it on my pub my uh, Patreon show Jibber Jabber last week. I like to imagine her eating like snap crackle and pops rice crispy. So the silence was punctuated by the sound of the brekkie, or just sitting mm. there eating Cheerios. But either way, the that that brekkie meeting did lead to a an offer. Do you want to be Ray again? And it's interesting to hear. Her saying, I I didn't immediately jump at the chance. And I don't take any negativity of, oh, I didn't want to come back to Star Wars or be the character. But like she said and Josh said, it's a huge life decision. She's currently mm. doing films. Sometimes I think about dying. She's doing Magpie. She's done The Inventory recently. Lots of cool films. Well, Magpie isn't out yet, but we'll see. Uh, and that one with Ben Mendelssohn the other week, which the other month, which I didn't really like. Um, but they're, they're smaller films, they're 21 day shoots, three weeks of shooting. And you're done or whereas a new star war is months and months and months probably a good chunk of a year out of your life it's a big deal yeah, yeah the pay is going to be great but the scrutiny on you your performance and even stupid things like the paparazzi are going to be all over you uh what what does mm. daisy look like today uh on uh, ray you know she's back in the public it's all of that to think about so i'm actually pretty glad to hear that she went back and spoke to her mother spoke to her husband. Uh, I think it's Tom Bateman who she's working with on Magpie. Um, Yeah. And I, I I liked hearing her talking about a fun new direction because that's obviously what we're going to talk about in a bit is, you know, what's it going to be about? Is it going to be more of the same or is this new star Wars going to feel like new star Wars? And like you said, you know, Daisy herself is one of the key tools, key weapons in this whole thing because she seems so nice. And we know she is from the, from the minute we spent with her. She's very kind and generous. Um, and she also seems mm. fairly straight-talking. Now, and she's not going to come out and say anything about the film. She's not going to come out and give any spoilers. But you know, I believe her when she says it's fun and it's an exciting new direction for it to go in. And she said, if I hadn't, if, it, if I hadn't have liked what I'd read or the or the story treatment, I just wouldn't have done it yet. I would have said, come back later. So I I, res- I respect that, and that gets me excited. But what about you, mate? Did you harbour any kind of fears, like oh, there wasn't an immediate yes? You might not want to do it.
0: No, not at all. Like you, it's very sensible. Um, and I like that there's this attitude of look, I wouldn't have returned if it wasn't worth telling. Mm-hmm. Now. Now, 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 now. Um, I think a lot of actors would say that. Yes. Well, of <laughs> yeah, course, no, yeah. they're not gonna they're not gonna come out and be like, oh, you know, it's, the story it's is a bit it's a bit tripe. But uh, (laughs) but you know they offered it to me, so you know they they're gonna jazz it up a little bit, aren't they? Right, including Daisy. Jazz is it really? Jasmine?
3: Apparently so. Yeah,
0: interesting. Jazz. Only you would know that, Matt. You would know that. I would. I'll take. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. I think it's really good. I think it's really sensible. Um. And Daisy's being very honest about it all you know and and despite the fact that she can't really tell us a lot of details we know that it's set right post rise of skywalker we know there has to be a point you know and there's this 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 emphasis on well what does this look po- like post georges vision yeah and there's almost this treatment of the sequel trilogy although not being one of georges babies that it is a part of what he started and i just finished it now let's you know let's move on what does that look like what does setting up a new jedi order look like what's the 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 practical um part of that and yeah it's nice to know that you know it's simple things mate it happened over a breakfast no we've mentioned it already happened over a breakfast happened over a lunch very very human i like it i'm here for it mate she's so likable my days she really is
3: English Rose, she's one of she's one of our own, as they'd say in football. Uh, yeah, no, very, very <laughs> pleased to have uh, <laughs> Daisy. <laughs> you're going to do the chant, aren't yeah. you? Daisy Ridley,
0: Daisy Ridley, Jude Bellingham, you know, come on, it's the Euros <laughs> <laughs> this year.
3: <laughs> Imagine them in advanced positions up front in the Euros, We're we're going to win all of it. <laughs> 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 no, wait, um, oh. no, you're spot on. No, no actor's going to come out and be like, Well, I read this story. It's fine. Maybe we can punch it up later. So, of course, there's always yeah, going to be right. a little bit of um, tub thumper when it comes to that. But um yeah, her, her personality shines through. I also recommend the episode with Josh Horowitz on Happy Sack Infused. It's always a good interview. And he seems to have Daisy's number because she's always on there. She does the intro and the outro for it. So, uh, it's a very cool back and forward conversation. And so that not much to be gleaned from that but daisy's been doing the interview route she's been on kelly clarkson she's been on all these other shows um, yeah. the kelly clarkson clip wasn't really much in there so uh, and it ended up talking about skincare so i didn't bother adding it in but i've got some quotes here which actually come from our buddy over at star wars explained alex damon now he's reading them out because there is i couldn't find the video i don't think any video exists of these so they it, it's daisy talking about the story um, what she thought about it and also working with established sequel trilogy actors again. So she hasn't changed her voice. This is Alex Damon.
2: When asked how the franchise's first female director will impact the series, Ridley said, The short answer is, I don't know. I'm excited to do the job, but not because Charmaine is a woman. Her documentaries are amazing. Her idea for the story is cool as No spoilers, but she gave me a rundown of the entire story. If it weren't amazing, I would have been like, okay, call me in five years, but it's worthwhile. She was also asked if it will be weird to make a Star Wars movie without co-stars Adam Driver, John Boyega, or Oscar Isaac. Ridley responded, no, because I don't know what is what or who is who in the new movie. So much has happened for me since the Skywalker saga. I feel like a grown-up now. When I first started, I was like 20. I was the youngest on set. It took me the first two Star Wars films to feel worthy of being there. Now I'm in my 30s, the whole thing feels quite different. I've been able to work with other filmmakers and hopefully I've got better as a performer. Speaking with Collider, she said the story is really cool. I'm waiting to read a script because obviously I don't have any other updates. It's not what I expected, but I'm very excited. I know the storyline for one film. That's not to say that's all it is, but that's what I was told about. And I imagine it will be the next film, I think. I mean, again, I don't know post strikes and everything, how quickly everything will start up again. But yes, so far, I know the story of one film, and I think people will be very excited.
0: Love it. Here for it. Yep um <laughs> the, <laughs> the excitement <laughs> the anticipation um yeah i i think i like and this 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 kind of um circles back to what I said earlier. I like that Daisy is maybe a bit more prepared this time round for Star Wars. She's she she knows the deal. She knows the fan base. She knows and un- understands society maybe a little bit better. And up top she says, Look, I'm I'm excited to work with Sharmin. Not because she's a woman, but because of this, this and this and this. I was like, ah, yes, Daisy. She knows what she's doing. She, she knows it. what she's doing. That's now. That's kind of like, like settle down, lads. Yeah, don't like, get your knickers in a twist just because of this. <laughs> it's you know the story is is really decent, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by what has been pitched, because although a lot of money is being um, paid out to Daisy and the future Jedi Order, you know, cast and whatnot. Um, I do think, mate, that would a return be worth it? Would a return to Star Wars be worth it from the internet, you know, chit-chat? You know, Mm. she knows there are going to be people upset about this film. She knows there are people going to be moaning about the director, about her, about doubling down on the sequel trilogy. There's going to be, you know, quite frankly, a lot of that. But she's going, okay, well, I know this is going to happen, but I'm still on board because I'm, I'm getting paid a lot of money and I like the story. I, you know... It gets to a point, mate. where money, she, she you know, she is working. She's not going to be, you know, you know, a poor, is she? She's not going to be out on the mm-hmm. street, yeah. Um, I, I could see her turning this down if it did suck. I could <laughs> see her going, yeah. I don't think it's worth it. So, I like that.
3: I like that. Sorry if I'm going off on like a rant, mate. But yeah, no, mate, you no, know. no. But it, it kind of plays into what you said about when they say what, what would you envisage set being like without Boyega without Driver without Oscar Isaac and she you know she said well, I don't know because I don't know who's in the film and I believe her uh, because the script is being finalised so <laughs> she probably doesn't know who's going to be in it but, or you know may, maybe they said during the story pitch we would like to see John come back as Finn and if he does this will be his role if Oscar comes back this will be his role however we're kind of that's we're not adding them in yet in case they say no and it might be that John has had very much, very well publicised beef with Disney over their well, cack handed PR and marketing um, handling of his character, and also story wise. You know, there was a lot of I know John wanted his character to be more than he was, and people point to Episode Eight for that. And you know, you, you can you can look at the two films by JJ and say maybe he was setting them up to be force sensitive, and Eight didn't bother. There's mm-hmm. lots there. The, the sequels are fantastic to dissect in a balanced kind of positive and negative way because there's so much there uh, that other sources are now going to have to rectify, including this new film, um, which I know somebody asked in a Patreon question pr- a couple of months ago, but um I th- it, you know, that, that what you were saying though, about which you could easily say, no, you know, John Boyega, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> as far as we know, he's in it, he's going to be there. But at the same time, he might now turn around and think, no, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm working, I'm working with directors and actors who I respect and love i don't need to do this i'm I'm minted i'm probably made for life on those Mm. uh, on the star wars contract on uh on the merchandising i'm sure they've got a cut of the merchandising i don't need to do it again all depends on that story mate it all depends on the execution of that story mate so i think you're right if it's not great none of them are coming back so it gives me hope
0: i've already necked my green tea so i'm just on deoxidizing water I'm so healthy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's a good point. No, um,
3: mate.
0: Yeah. You reckon? You reckon it's a nice point? I'd love to I see do. John. I'd love to see John Boyega return. I want to see um, them all back. But
3: again, we'll uh, get to uh, that in a minute. But I, yeah, I could see. I, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, no. I need because it'll get me going and get the creative juices flowing. But all right, before we get into that, then. Daisy said that, but what about the big mama at the top table? What about the head chef, Kathy Kennedy? She had an interview with IGN immediately after coming off stage on Star Wars Celebration, where she spoke about the new, the new Jedi order. And she also spoke with other outlets like game radar plus and many more with little uh, tidbits of information, but here she is speaking to IGN last year.
1: Well, we're 15 years out from rise of Skywalker. So we're kind of post-war post first Mm -hmm. order And the Jedi are in disarray, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of discussion around who are the Jedi, what are they doing, what's the state of the galaxy. Mm -hmm. And she's attempting to rebuild the Jedi Order based on the books, based on what she promised Luke. Mm -hmm. So that's where we're going.
2: Yeah. And you mentioned Luke and I think he almost seemed like a, almost a cautionary tale mm-hmm. in the most recent trilogy. Will we see any of that play with Ray at all?
1: I don't know as we'll spend a lot of time in flashbacks or force yeah. ghosts or things like that, but certainly the spirit of what he represents to her is going to be significant.
0: Oh, mate. I, I love asking those questions yeah you know should they should they return what how how will people um anticipate a return of a jedi order is a jedi order even necessary you know you can see where this is going can't you yeah it's not (laughs) it's not (laughs) rocket science like where this story could kind of come in and like you said we had a very um meaty um albeit amazing patreon question coming from ed um which right now we can't uh quite yeah we can't quite go into all of it because it's a long patron question but it's (laughs) but it's very good money's worth there and, it, and it's actually kind of um started this conversation right yes. you know about this episode right now that we're recording right now this was like we were going off the back of that and matt and i were just talking about it and we're like well maybe we should just record a shot like what does a jedi order l- you look like in uh, post rise of skywalker world um and i love the sort of the, the the humanity behind all of this this is a word i'm using a lot in this episode and um, I think they have an opportunity to really add value to not just Star Wars, but the 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 idea of a Jedi Order, mm-hmm. um, and also in turn the sequel trilogy. Yeah, we can now we will be able to look back and go, wow, yeah, the sequels actually have more weight because we're introduced to these uh, characters that 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 lead us to this moment, which is. You know, oh, what, what, what does a what does a Jedi do? What's the point? Are they war generals? You know, are they ninjas with with laser swords? <laughs> no, they're not, and they and they shouldn't be. That shouldn't be the epitome of a Jedi Knight. It never should be. Never. There are they are yeah, and 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 this is used in the Last Jedi. So to
3: quote the Last Jedi, they're a religion. Mm-hmm. Acts like one. Yep, yep. I'm not going to add to that because I can't. Because and I <laughs> and I mean that with all without any jest. Because you, you're bang you're bang on. The, the questions that are being posed are the questions that should be posed. What Kathy just said there. If if I'm going to say if if this is what this is what the film is going to be about and deal with like mm-hmm. head on. Yeah, you can see what's coming from a mile off, and I love it. I love that they do it. I love that they're not just doing potentially the same old same old. They are going to ask some testing questions. They we, mm-hmm. we may see. An order which we're not prepared to. It's going to go in a fun and exciting and daring direction. And that is what I'm looking forward to. And you know, in, in other interviews, Kathy's come out and said, because she mentioned Force Ghosts and Luke Skywalker, and she's kind of non committal. And I get it. She's not going to mm. come out and say, oh, yeah, we've Mark Hamill's coming back when he's 90 to film <laughs> Force, as an actual Force Ghost. But, um, but she said, look, Ray has made a promise to Luke, and that's really the core of where we're going and what this story will be. Uh, I will not be the last jedi and she, you know she's being the last jedi she took those sacred jedi texts and Kathy went on to say I think the new jedi order offers tremendous opportunity to introduce new characters and start with something fresh this is a bit I thought I found interesting because we culminated with what George Lucas was creating mm-hmm. and now we take all that and move on to the next chapter it's the first time that um I've really heard Kathy Kennedy or anyone from Lucasfilm, definitively say, you know, the Skywalker Saga. You know, we we have culminated George's story. Everything after that is ours. We're, we're continuing, and the threads are going to be there. But the new Jedi Order, Episode Ten, whatever well, you want to call it, that is going to be their fresh original story. I was so excited to hear that. Now they've got to get it right, of course. But hearing us say they're going to start with something fresh, introduce new characters. Well, of course they're going to have to do that because it's a new new era. Uh, the 15 years is interesting. I, I you know I wonder if that was just a number picked out of the air or if that has some kind of relevance to the story. If it doesn't, who cares? It, it's just a nice little chunk of time away. Um, but then you look at something like Attack of the Clones, that was 10 years after Phantom Menace and things like that. So uh, a decade and a half later, it works for me. But I- interesting to hear, though, that Luke Skywalker, though they are moving away from that saga, the promise she made to Luke and the words Luke spoke to her that is going to be at her core. Mm. I think that is very interesting. And they're not just going to forget all about that. But at the same time, they've got to recognize this is 15 years later. We can't just bring back people like Wedge Antilles, for example. I love Wedge, but we can't just keep rolling people out to remind people this is Star Wars. They have to move on eventually. And that excites me. It won't appeal to everybody, but it excites me as long as I keep that DNA alive. Well, It's interesting that, you know, Kathy said, you know, she's going to
0: take what Luke said to her and, and, and continue it into the future, you know? Mm -hmm. And most of that interaction is in things like the last, last Jedi, right? We, 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 we see and hear a lot of that. And it is this idea that, you know, Luke kind of fell out of love with the Jedi order with the history. And, The identity of the Jedi of the past, right? And we've done a whole episode. It's a really good episode on, you know, uh, the Jedi in the prequels. You know, were were they? Were they? Yeah, were they the good guys? Well, they were, but only by default. They weren't really acting like Mm -hmm. the good guys, right? You know, they've got this huge Jedi temple on Coruscant. Materialistic. Yeah, there. there's just so, <laughs> there's so many layers to how the Jedi were not really the Jedi they were meant to be. And there were individuals that recognized that Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon recognized it, but he also recognized, well, the answer isn't just leaving. The answer isn't doing a Count Dooku, which is the importance of Count Dooku's character in the prequels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a Jedi that's fallen and we get that a bit more explanation or exploration of that character in tales of the jedi which is magnificent considering we only get a few minutes worth all in all of 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 bonus content but really adds to the character and the reasoning behind you know well i'm gonna leave because these guys ain't got it right well that's not Always the way, right? Like, you mm-hmm. know, there's a lot more nuance than that. And I think Qui-Gon always wanted to change it from you know within. And he trusted the in time, trust the force. In time, things will correct themselves. And that's actually what happened, right? That's that's what's happened. That's what's happening. Balanced of force has been brought. Balanced of force isn't equal darkness, equal light. That's a <laughs> complete misunderstanding. Of yes. you just—it's a very literal interpretation of uh, balance. Yeah, balance, this ain't yeah. a measuring. This isn't scales in your kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> basically, I want to see an antithesis of the prequels, and I think that would be very poetic to see. Well, we started off this last saga in the prequels. Well, let's start off this new saga. with re building something that actually doesn't look much like the prequels what's interesting Matty boy is we're going to be seeing that theme revisited in the acolyte aren't we Mm
4: -hmm. you know
0: leslie headland has said look the jedi in this good guys but not you know not perfect we're going to be exploring these complex themes of well you can you can be a good person and make a lot of wrong decisions right same with organizations. So it's exciting stuff, mate. It's mate. exciting stuff. It, it
3: was Ray Skywalker who once said, give it to me. Give me that, afterlife, <laughs> man. <laughs> yes, give me all it. this good stuff. Come <laughs> on, man. Are we going to get that quote in somewhere? Mate, you're bang on. This is what I, I hope it's going to be. But then, of course, that does beg the question, what a link. What could a new G- Jedi Order look like? Now, what, what could it look like? What do we think it's going to look like? We, we don't know much about it at all most of the, a lot of the reason why we played those audio clips, why we dove into some of those interviews was because we were getting little tidbits of information. You know, when was it Mm -hmm. set? What's the direction? What are the questions being posed? Because then that can now start to educate us and inform our idea of what a new Jedi order could look like. So, I mean, (laughs) to you, my friend, because I'm always interested to hear what you think about it. You know, what, what do you think it's going to look like? And also, you know firstly who's coming back is anybody coming back from well star wars let's put it like that let's not just say the sequels but from star wars <laughs> um <laughs> from, what do you mean just like amy one just are everyone, they gonna who's coming back are they who's... gonna pull someone from the from the ot and be like oh they're 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 back Ryan... is is Felona gonna be like oh can you just put a soaker in for no reason because <laughs> yeah, you know damn well she'll be there if he can um <laughs> 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 yeah, do you think do you think it would just be like a very sequel centric characters coming back? Or do you reckon they'll Ryan, Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson, (laughs) um, give it to me.
0: So hot take, hot take. Mm. Uh, I don't necessarily think that Ray Daisy Ridley is going to be the main character of this, this film, Mm -hmm. say, I think Mm. it could focus on, um, Padawans or, you know, younglings, younger people. And she is the Jedi master. That's something that we've learned through these interviews. She's the Jedi master. What did Charmin set celebration? Navigating a new Jedi Order mm-hmm. via a Jedi Master. Who is it? Ray, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, to me, I always think it's a bit more interesting when you have a you know, a a hero's a traditional hero's journey starting with a younger person, someone who doesn't mm-hmm. really you know, know everything, they're figuring life out, they have a call to action. Um and, you know, the, the, the story unfolds from there. Uh, yeah. So I think, is that Ray Because Ray's kind of had her hero's journey, right? A mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. We're, we're just seeing the repercussions of it. Uh, so, yeah, I think we're going to have a lot of new characters. And in terms of revisiting characters, uh, Adam Driver, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo. Well, it'd be Ben Solo in this instance. Hands down hands down <laughs> it's gotta happen and I will lose it I will lose it mate John Boyega coming back why not Poe Dameron bring it yeah, I could see them all coming not necessarily in big roles I could see Poe being like a politician or a general yeah. or something you know like um, yeah for sure for sure they're gonna hit us with the nostalgia they're gonna hit us with the fan service double down on it double down on the sequel love why not why not? And that's something that, that, you know, Rise of Skywalker missed in, in some instances, in my opinion. It didn't double down on the, what The Last Jedi did. It kind of, at times, apologised for it from a certain point of view, yeah? From, you know, my point of view. And it, 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 it can feel like that sometimes, mate. So, and I mean, in terms of, you know, a new Jedi Order, I, I'm, I'm happy with pretty much what, you know, what I said a moment ago an antithesis of the prequel Jedi, you know, then they're not tied down to this huge conglomerate feeling organization. You know, it, 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 although there has to be some sort of order, it's in the name Jedi order. There always needs to be organization. Um it, It's more than that, isn't it? It's more than just twirling a lightsaber around and killing people and killing droids. And it needs to be more than that. Help People, what's what should be at the core of of the Jedi faith? People help people. Yeah, that's what I think, mate. What about you? Who's coming back? What does the new Jedi Order look like, mate? Theories, chuck, chuck me,
3: chuck me theories. Ben Solo, hundred percent. Even if it's just a voice, um he's coming back. If it's if it's shirtless Ben Solo, you know, without a cowl, Force Ghost, top Billy Dollar, top Billy Dollar, Hasbro your hand will be forced to give us that figure um, <laughs> with removable cowl. Um, yeah, no, Ben Solo, 100%, 100%. And one of the things that the novel of the film did right, which is probably everything because it explained what was happening, was it did, and, and what those things should do is they kind of give you the inner workings of the characters. And in it, a bit that they actually did remove from the film was was Ben saying something to Ray through the force and her replying back. That is the kind of thing we need to see more of now in the new Jedi order, because I've always said Ray was scavenger who became the last Jedi. I mean, that's like, that is, you know, for want of a better term, that is from zero to the hero. How do you reconcile that? You've also just defeated a granddad who happened to be the most evil person to ever live in the galaxy. You've had your, will they won't they dyad with the enemy turned lover, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo. All of your mentor figures have died. Han, Luke and Leia. You've got a new family. Uh, mm-hmm. Po, Finn, Rose, Connor all those uh, guys. How, what does that do to somebody? And at the same time, you've made a promise to rebuild the order. Mm-hmm. Y- you messed up. You know, <laughs> you're not thinking straight and narrow. You're always going to be filled with conflict, with guilt, with doubt, with fear. And I think, I hope that they go into that. That's what I'd really like them to do. I don't want. It doesn't have to be a deep dive and a, psych- a psychological thriller type thing. But you know, let's let's do with the ramifications. But I also think they're 15 years out. So they don't have to do that as much. So mm. they can just they can fill that in if they want to through animation, through books, through maybe a, a live action series of Ray two years after Tross, for example. I think in a the minute they just want to set up the new era before going back in time in that. But um, I think to your point, I actually think the question I had, you know, do you reckon will this new order be more private and actually away from public eyes, unlike the Ooh. Jedi, the prequels? Will it be less political? You know, they don't get involved in the politics of the time. They're not involved in the new, new, new republic. You know, they're not yeah. warriors. Yeah, they're trained to fight, but like Obi-Wan, they they it's the last resort. They use their lightsaber for defense. I yes. think we're gonna get a bit of that. And I and I kinda hope that the Jedi texts come into play a bit. The sacred Jedi text. And because I imagine that what's in those books is different than Uh, what the teachings of the Jedi of the prequels were. I think there's a huge disconnect, but I hope we get a a mix of that and, and Ray's own philosophy based on her life. You know, Ray, she knows uh, what she knows of family, what she knows of love, feeling emotions, you know, her shared experiences with other people. Something which traditionally Jedi aren't uh, encouraged to participate in any of those things. I'd like to see them just not do that. Get rid of that dogma, get rid of some of the barriers if Anakin was allowed to love, would he have become Darth Vader? Probably not. So I'd like to see some loosening of that a little bit. Um, and in terms of who's coming back yeah, but Ben solo fo show, um, Finn, I think uh, John Boyega sign and sign on the dying line. I think they've given him a hefty pay packet and guarantees. Oh, he mentioned this the other week. I think they've told him exactly what his role is in this film. If it's going to be a small one, they've told him that you ain't going to be the star. You're coming in for 10 minutes we will use you again down the line so mm. no, nobody gets their wires crossed. I think they've learnt from their mistakes. But then I'm looking outside of the box and I'm like, well, is Rose Tico coming back? Possibly. Again, there's no need for any of these to come back. But JJ possibly did her a little dirty in the rise of Skywalker. And then I'm looking at, well, maybe Ezra Bridger. They you know they're really pushing Ezra Bridger. They're really they they they've introduced Jason syndulla People like that who's just suddenly appeared in Ahsoka. Mm. Could they mm. do that? But the one which I'm surprised you didn't mention, mate, which I am gonna to throw to you, mate, is everybody's new little green friend, Grogu. He's gonna be there, isn't he? He's gonna be in it. A hundred percent. What it? way,
0: what a beautiful way to tie up the Mandoverse, to connect <laughs> all of the upcoming content, to connect the different eras, to connect the Mandalorian, which isn't inherently the Skywalker saga, is it? It's its own saga to connect all of this tissue together to make it all one vernacular one language mate this little green dude right here right that is it's got, oh, it's money. Been, you can't see it of course this is an audio medium i'm holding up a little tiny grogu um it's got to be done mate great shout fantastic shout. It's happening
3: isn't it you, you it's, know what it is it's, it's money let's not pretend you know he's green money's green funny that uh, it's gonna happen it ties everything up, but it ties it up in a natural <laughs> so way because of what you've yeah. just said. So stupid. But it would feel right though, wouldn't it? It wouldn't just be like, oh, they're chucking Grogu in for no reason. And I might be pulling this out of nowhere, but I'm pretty sure that I read somewhere that this is, this is, this is geeky. When Yoda first trained his first students, he was like eight years old. By the time of the new Jedi order, little Grogu will be about 80 years old as well. So, there's that as well he'll be coming of age to start training people if he'll be a student or a teacher don't know um Finn I reckon Finn will be a I reckon Finn will be like a a teacher he will be a student in those 15 years by the time he get to the film he'll be a Jedi knight or whatever they're going to be called and he'll be off doing things and he'll pop in and out as and when I think I think Oscar Isaac will be in it I think you have hit the nail on the head I think regardless of what the internet will tell you People love these characters. I think they're going to double down, even if it is just a quick appearance. Yeah. Poe, Finn uh, are both going to be in it in some way, shape or form. Now, obviously, then if you start looking outside and think, is Rose going to be in it? Is Janna going to be in it? And I mentioned her because I watched the Rise of Skywalker the other day. And when she meets mm. up with Finn and he tells her he was, he defected, she said her and her company rebelled from the First Order because of, because of a feeling an instinct. And Finn then goes, a force and so she's like yes so i don't know if they're setting them up to somehow be force sensitive as well mm-hmm. uh maybe they are or maybe she just be there like teaching them to fly but you know rose janna the the, the secondary characters like um billy lords conics you know they're going to be coming back it's a way to double down and i've said all, all along you've given us these characters do something with them and, or, and one if, of the hobbits as well they might oh do, yeah dominic monaghan that's it beaumont yeah. kin if you've given us these characters do something with them either use them again or kill them off so they have a defined ending otherwise they're just out there and it's messy and now they have the chance to do that so Grogu I think Grogu's going to be in it if, if he makes it out of the Mandalorian film because then everyone says oh, where was he during the sequels um, I think Grogu's in it I think Ben Solo definitely in it I think Finn and Oscar Finn and Poe are definitely in it and then anybody else after that is fair game I think we will see Rose Tico I think there will be a kind of like a a wink and a nod and it's kind of sorry we didn't use you in trust" kind of thing going on there <laughs> But then, you know, the wilder ones like Ezra, Jason, Cal Kessis will be like 90 if he's still alive. People like that mm. don't know so much. Kathy did say new characters though, mate, and I'm kind of looking forward to a new yep. set of characters to go along with the old. We ain't going to see Lander or anything like that.
0: I think the clues are all there, even when it comes to villains. You know, I said, I answered a Patreon question a, f- a few weeks back saying, you know, I could see it being just a political, the the, the villain is a political movement, a cultural mm. revolution. And Kathy said, like, up top, like, do, do, do they, do the people want them, the Jedi, back? Yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe That's they're like, look, point. you lot caused all this. You lot, you know, this is a big reason for this war, for the rise of the First Order, for the Empire. Like, I, I could see that happening. Maybe one of the Jedi apprentices subscribed to that belief as well and say, yeah, no, we need, we need to stop doing this. And they've got like their own little Luke Skywalker, last Jedi thing going down. And there's sort of questioning of should we exist? Maybe the younglings, the Padawans are learning about the history of the Jedi and thinking, Oh, I don't like this. Oh, my I God. do not like this one bit. <laughs> I I think, <laughs> I think we are in, in the wrong organization. I think we're in the wrong group. I don't want to be a Jedi. I don't want this. Maybe it should be more liberal. Maybe it should be more free. I like there's, there is a lot of questions and that's why when Daisy says, I think this is a really interesting script. I think, Oh, well, the script ain't done the pitch, the, the plot, the plot is done. That's what we need to understand. The plot is there. It's the script, the actual writing that, that needs to be um, completed. Um, You know, mate, it's, it's there. It's there. And it has wild, wild potential, wild potential.
4: Um,
0: I'm going to drag sweat, us, mate. before we wrap up, mate, because I know we've been talking Ray and Daisy, and I know you could talk about Daisy Ridley for probably another I 10 could. hours. I could. Yeah. Um, you know, the, you, you've noted here on the notes, mate, uh, releasing 18th of December, 2026, which is a classic Star Wars day, 18th of December, yes. that sort of winter release, December release oh, Give it to Star Wars me. film. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think nope. that's going to happen. Too I, soon? Think tw- I think 2026, when you listen to Bob Iger, who did a Disney uh, call the other day updating yes. us on a few projects um, uh, 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 across the board, Marvel, Star Wars, Disney, Pixar, all, all of that sort of spiel, that stuff. He He says one Star Wars film will release in 2026. And that is the Mandalorian and Grogu right he does not say oh and we're doing and we're going to be releasing ray i think ray will come down come out in 27 2027 no doubt i think they're going to space it out i think disney are going to reevaluate their schedule as well i wouldn't be surprised if mando and grogu gets pushed back to december 2026 could do uh, that might be better i d- I, d- I think it's silly i think it's really silly to have two star wars films coming out so close to each other very silly
3: i've been on the fence about it um a bit because i'm not as kind of against it but it it it, it, it comes down to how they handle it do disney have their good marketing hat on or do they have their stupid solo marketing hat on you know or, or potentially acolyte hat on you know which one have they got on if if they can do it i think six months gives them enough time because they'll be promoting it beforehand as well but um if I could have one every year, that would be great. So every December or whatever they want to do, just because of the feels, man. But that's interesting. I did read Bobby Iger say that Um, Mm. uncle Bob, maybe he's just being coy as well. Maybe he's saying look, we know we've definitely got one coming out and we've told Filoni it's coming out that year. As for the other one, he's probably thinking, well, I I ain't saying anything. We've said too much in the past and been burnt. Um, But, it's out there in the world. He didn't mention the new Jedi or the film. So can we surmise it and coming out 2026? Possibly. Possibly. Like if, if it is going to start filming in June this year or whenever they can get it out for December, 2026. But like you say, it's just reevaluation. Do they want to do every one, two in six months? Uh, do they, uh, you know, things can change. We know Lucas Lucasfilm, especially that things can change. Hiring's firings. I don't always mean director. It could be, uh, the the writer who knows what's going to happen maybe days we'll have a pr nightmare and get sacked or something who mm. knows the variables but um i hope it comes out in on that day only because you know that holiday season man there's a cold in the air it's it's now star wars season for me but uh, i'm interested i, I I'm hope
0: so- i hope that i'll take that over a may
3: release 100 percent we'll I'm see a, like, we'll see who needs it to come out in may mate uh, december it works for me plus also for I mean, may, may kind of works better for the toy side of it because we know traditionally Disney Lucasfilm don't release toys really ahead of time. So we're looking at the holiday season. What are you going to get your kids? Well, they're not going to have toys available in time. If they release it in May, you know, they can have a whole new toy line out for Christmas and kids can be like that film we saw. We've got all mm. the toys out, go and get them for holiday season. They can't do that maybe, in December. Maybe. But,
0: maybe. Uh, it, Dep- it, again, it, depends- it depends on how they liaise with has been, things They change. were able to do it for, you know, the Last Jedi, Force Awakens, Rogue One, Solo. Like the, the the toys came out. The merch came They're out. Force Fry, didn't they? Yeah, but that they slowly longed that off because it wasn't handled properly. You know, it wasn't handled. No, that's, and it. that's it, was,
3: it. was no planning. And I, I yeah. think <laughs> this is going to be handled, mate. I think the new Jedi Order, everything I've heard, everything we've heard, we need Broom Boy in it as well. Let's not forget Broom Boy. Um, everything I've heard, mate, uh, that we've spoken about today. Again, we're not I'm not gonna sit here and say we've heard things I haven't. But everything we've heard, it seems like I'm crossing all the fingers here, it seems like Lucasfilm, Kathy, maybe Uncle Bob as well, I go, and Daisy, they've all learned their lessons from the sequels, mate. They've all learned that look, we're only we're only talking about one film here. We're doing it fifteen years later. We're we're going out Daisy Ridley, we're doing we're gonna drip things out sporadically, we're doing something new. The planning side of it possibly seems to be a little tighter this time round, and that gives me hope mate for the film if it ever comes out but for this though mate I, I am very excited for this for everything I've heard I'm extremely excited it's my most anticipated release of, of all of them because it's something new and Daisy Ridley is coming back as Rey Skywalker mate so we're 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 all winners here
2: Hi, this is Mike Quinn This is Vanessa Marshall This is Brendan Wayne This is Guy Henry This is Kyle Newman, director of Fanboys and producer of Disturbance in the Force And you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast
3: As always it's such a filthy main discussion that i'm feeling a little hoarse a little parts i need a drink so we've pulled uh the essex falcon out outside of our favorite dusty drinking hole the bantina and the only question that remains my friend is shall we
4: let's do it can i offer you a libation
1: to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative libationation and I persuade you to join us
3: for a drink.
0: see give me the spiciest drink you've
1: got. Pour me another park Sling. Where are you going, Master? For a drink?
3: Yes, here we go. We're back here again in the Bantina. Each week here we hear from you lot, the greatest listeners in the galaxy. We have a couple of Kef beers. We love a Kef beer. And we want to hear your thoughts on what we have been discussing. So this week we ask for what you think a new Jedi Order should and could look like and guess what? You're me in clutch again. We got some really, really interesting
0: ideas. We and did. that's what I'm noticing is people have just... the Where we have this kind of blank canvas, the theories are wild and the theories are very exciting. I love this kind of dialogue. I love this kind of conversation keep it keep it coming as may always says give it to me let's start off on insta instagram as per usual we got liam toms as a really good comment mate my pitch is a xavier magneto dynamic between ray and finn opposing Ooh. views on what a new jedi order should entail but their factions have to work together against a common enemy uh, already i'm like yeah i like it. it work that that absolutely could work we got um harry i think it's harry mr harold 06 he says i hope it's a bit like camp half blood where kids are sent there when they find out they're force sensitive i think some jedi have come out of hiding and we're helping and are helping ray to teach but we'll have different opinions on the new jedi order due to their troubled past causing conflict amongst everyone um uh, amongst everyone again internal conflict right seeing a little bit of a theme here maybe Mm -hmm. just different different approaches um, and we got Aiden Dolby. I am hoping to see a new Jedi Council be established. I Loved Ooh. all the council scenes in the prequels. Um, we got other theories as well, you know, and people saying, "Look, I hope John returns. I hope this person returns." Um, actually, a lot of people are asking, "Do you think John Boyega will come back?" And I was like, well, you go, well, "Mate, I, th- I, I think I think it could happen, mate. I think it could happen." Um, we also got a few cheeky comments on threads. Let- I'll just read out one because, yeah, man. A- time and stuff um let's have a look bah, 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 bah. captain courtney Andor, an order that embraces love and friendship above hypocrisy and hubris an order that is actually concerned with being peacekeepers there we Bang. go stunning that's the comment i was like yep spot on love that we got more brilliant comments uh let's look at some on twitter and facebook mate what are people saying or oh, x whatever the hell it's called x. Go on.
3: um i'll chuck <laughs> on over quickly to a couple on x we had uh bobby lawson our buddy from up north he said i would love it if the new jedi order is a small group acting more covertly rather mm. than rebuilding it to the massive organization from the prequels keep that mythical yeah. status." With people barely believing in these space wizards that we had in episode four, mate. W- I wanted to say actually during the main discussion now, when you were saying like do the do the do the peeps need the Jedi? By the time we get this new Jedi Order film, you know, the Jedi would have pretty much been gone for best part of sixty odd years now. It's been a long, 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 long time. It's not like thirty years of uh, or twenty years since Return of the Sith. Twenty years, add thirty, add fifteen. Long old time, mate. So, um, peanuts. Sky goats. She says, at this point, I'm not sure what I want it to look like, but for once, the uncharted territory is exciting. That is exactly that. it. It doesn't matter what we get. These are always the fun parts of theorizing about it. And um, my brother, I heard of him. He said, uh, Sean Hudson, on Facebook, I'd like them to basically reproduce the legends book where Luke goes and finds force wielders. There needs, a, there needs to be a ton of updates done, though, so they could explain Finn being force-sensitive. Uh, absolutely, because the film, the Rise of Skywalker, did that, but it didn't. You know, we, we know Finn's got the force, but it didn't outright say it. They do have to come out and say that. So, yeah, great um, points there. This one's from Matt Hudson. Somehow, Palpatine didn't return. Oh, okay, good. Thank you for that, mate. Um, we got some great points in me, mate. Uh, Sean, the Star
0: Wars Lego Holiday Special. Finn's training as a Jedi in that, mate. Of course. So... That, that, is, that, that's always canon right right Lego <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> Lego what yeah love it yeah. cheers on though the good comments Lego. All, all, all round very good comments and constructive love it I do love I do love our little slice of fandom you know the sick heads they are, they no. are good isn't they? they are good they are yeah. a filthy lot
3: and there are a couple of dissenting voices saying I don't want any of these guys in it I don't want the film fair enough all I can hope for is that when the film don't comes out and watch it yeah, but either don't watch it, or <laughs> you change your tune on it, or <laughs> you make up your own mind and don't listen to other people. Um, which would be chance would be a fine thing, though. So, and also if you everybody. don't like it, like you watch it, you might you might be like, oh, I don't like that. Fair enough. We yeah, might, it might not like might, it,
0: mate. It might suck. Yeah, I was gonna say it might really. let <laughs> be rubbish. But yeah, yeah sorry, mate. Go
3: on, no, man. no, never, never apologise for for putting a good point in. Is there's just as much chance this is going to stink as it is going to rock because we know nothing about it as of yet. Now, thank you everybody who sent in your comments this week. If you don't hear your comment featured, please do continue to send in your thoughts. Please, we love hearing them. And maybe you'll be featured on an upcoming stint here in the Bantina.
1: For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best Podcast.
4: Best Podcast.
0: Mm, best podcast. That's right. It's the spices part of the, the Patreon questions section. And to kick us off this week, familiar name. You might have heard of him. In fact, you might have heard of him a few seconds ago. It is Big Hud, Sean Hudson. Mm. Oi, oi, lads. Big Hud here, hoping for a spicy Sessions meet-up soon. Us too, mate. Us too. The start of episode 234 gave me an idea when Matt, nice guy, like a brother to him, mentioned haircuts. So in honour of the pelts on show in Star Wars, who would look best with an Oasis 90s bob? a mohican and a buzz cut also who has the best hair in star wars head hair mane not body hair i like rays thanks Hans. see you soon matt you owe me a fiver kiss kiss right okay um who's looking best with the different haircuts and who's got the best hair matt i
3: don't know what i'm a fiver for but um just make out to el Bly. he'll sort that out for you um,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> um good question Enjoy this one a lot uh, of course, I was referring to Luke's hair in episode 234. So for an Oasis 90s Bob, if anyone doesn't, doesn't know what that is, just go and Google the Gallagher brothers from 1990 Oasis. Um, big floppy hair, big sideburns. Um, I'm going to go for Crix Madeen, the guy in Return of the Jedi who had the f- felt beard, yeah, because, <laughs> because his uh, <laughs> I believe his action figure was released with a beard. The character didn't have a beard, the actor, so they just stuck one on his face, Crix Madeen. Uh, so I'm going to say him just for a laugh. They've already done him dirty with that beard. They didn't have to do him like that, but they did. Um, do you remember who? You look, do you remember that guy? Well, mate, I've got a picture of him loaded up on my screen
0: right now. Yeah, there you You've go. Kind of. Yeah, the the wind has been taken, mate, from my sail. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Crix That um, out with his background. Because someone who has the best hair in Star Wars. Yeah, Crix,
3: Crix Medine has the best start hair and start name. Well, before I go on, mate, let, let, let's alternate just to make it a little bit more pleasing for the ears. Who do you reckon has, looks best with the Oasis nineties Bob? Uh, Luke Skywalker, because he pretty much has one throughout the original trilogy. <laughs> Most people do, don't they? Because at the time, yeah, <laughs> yeah. seventies?
0: Yeah. Like, let's not forget, Oasis was kind of like they, their haircuts were kind of based on. You know, like Beatles haircuts and 60s and 70s the modernist haircuts, movement you know, of the 60s. So. That's it, mate. That
3: is it. Uh, so, um, yeah. Oasis, man. I'm not going to try. You know me of accents. I can't. Mine will sound Irish or, or something but <laughs> French.
0: <DeLorean's> like rolling. <laughs>
3: Nah, no, he's, he's rolling what? at his work desk. <laughs> filthy filthy Essex boys, <laughs> <Salmoners>. Southeasterners, <laughs> like Southerners. Oh, right. Uh. Crix May Dean and Luke Skywalker are rocking the mod look. Um yeah, for a it. Mohican, um uh, I, I couldn't not do this. Who's gonna rock a Mohican? I'm going for Poe Dameron. Because they can call it mm. a Pohican. Yeah.
0: Well that's we know it. that we know that's very good actually. Well done Thank mate. You. Um, Thank you. Um you got it. <laughs> we very we we we've seen this race have a Mohawk. Um Greedo, give give Greedo a variant, yeah? <laughs> yeah. You wrote Papa. What was Greedo what was c- what was Greedo doing between the Phantom Menace and A New Hope? Mohawking it up. Oh cool. Yeah. There we go. you,
3: do you I don't know that if that's factual a factual answer
4: yeah
0: yeah i don't know if it's factual mate but you know it's all it is all this is all mate's it's real mate um yeah let's have a look at his hair what a, what an awful hair (laughs) look at him right buzz cut
3: so Uh, who who needs to shave it all off well i've actually again gone i say factual based on the fact that ain't real but i've gone for padme because uh in v for vendetta natalie portman Shaved her hair off and looked you know banging it's Natalie Portman she's great so I'm going to go real life and say Padme because I know she could rock it in one of those ball gowns yeah come on it's aggressive negotiations mate Um, what about you who's got the buzz cut I like that that's a very good answer Mm. and I really really like that film good Um, film
0: yeah I hot take Uh, I love Finn John Boyega's hair in Rise of Skywalker yes looks amazing I love it in episode seven and eight, it's all right. It's not bad, but I think he could have done with a shorter do. Yeah, mate. Not mate, not necessarily a buzz, but a, a wee fade. You know, maybe yeah. some, uh, it, or maybe it'd be too real life. But I, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say FN two one eight seven. There you go. Done. I won.
3: I won. Labour the point. John looked great. John, John looked great with any haircut. But yeah, Ross haircut. Own, what do you owe? What do
0: owe Fiver for?
3: I- generally don't know so I'd like to that's my Patreon question is what do I owe you a fiver for um, I'm Check sure I there is down. some kind of frivolous nonsense reason but um, mm. uh, if, if, if you can tell me I'll probably ignore the message but I don't know but who has the best do in Star Wars that's a great question mate that's a great question yeah. you know Adam Driver come on that's that hair is luscious Hayden Christensen uh, there's a. I was going to say Hayden Revenge There's a there's pretty. a thing here I know you've mentioned Janna's hair before you know you're, you know, you're yeah. a big fan of Janna's hair Mm. um the seagull cut for palpatine is pretty iconic. oh now
0: now we're talking now, <laughs> now we're, it no. might be seagull it might actually have to be
3: seagull <laughs> google actually don't google that um yeah <laughs> palpatine seagull haircut google i can't what? think of any of that are more iconic that are more you know eye-opening that have had a bigger impact on pop culture than palpatine's seagull haircut uh, yeah, that's
0: true that is true
3: the, the Martes sisters how about that just to annoy people
0: Ah, oh, everyone's favorite <laughs> everyone's favorite we'll probably Everyone. sim in bad batch we'll sim in bad batch next week but no no bad Not batch long. talk today that is for next week lads that's for
3: next week yes yes um,
0: mate thank you for sending that in sean mate,
3: boy, what is up next buddy yes great question um also ray's hair and leia's hair i think they're iconic um, oh, okay. Scotty Fisher is our next patron jumping in a question local boy huh oy, oy, Savaloy, he says should we get the ever still requested sequel to the infamous Republic Commando game Essex Scott local boy Loki boy, you know if Scott loves anything it's his fiance and clones are we ever going to get the Republic Commando sequel which has been floated since 2005 100%
0: 100 percent i think i think a republic commando game would do very very well very well i wouldn't be surprised now one of the studios um yeah escapes me which one right now one of the studios is working on a you know first person shooter style star wars game which is effectively what republic commando uh was right yeah it's first person yeah yeah i think it's a it's really uh well-loved prequel era star wars game uh i think there's a potential for story there even if it's just not even necessarily a, a, a direct sequel maybe it's a reboot akin to the battlefronts you know last decade they're the depressing mm. saying last decade Oh, don't
3: say that
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> it was, it's always it a decade ago it's true um oh yeah that's true star wars battle from 2015 2015. oh i could see them rebooting it i could see them rebooting it and i think it could work very very well yeah Hmm. yeah in 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 short scott yes mate i think it's a genius idea i think it's it's absurd that there's not really a a a star wars game right now that's being supported or uh, that's been released that is a shooter, right? The closest thing we have to it is Fortnite, which is great. You know, it's a very a vastly mm. popular game. Lots Huge. of people adore that game. Very accessible, very cheesy, um, you know, arguably very kid-friendly. It's basically nerf, you know, just on the... It's, Pretty much. It, yeah, it's, it's a very, and it's a very well-managed game. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Very well-managed. It respects supported. its audience. It treats its audience very well. Uh, you can play it for free you know that's huge yeah content for days as well and yet they earn money from it mate you know this is a very profitable game so they oh, yeah, you yeah. know fortnite revolutionized sort of open game like that um but uh, yeah I, th- I think there's m- definitely room absolutely room for something like this what are you saying
3: mate should we get it yeah will we get it i don't think so yeah. Um, and yeah. that's again that's the realist to me speaking for, for the reasons why you said i think there's plenty of room for a foot fir- we know we are getting a first-person shoot- shooter in fps anyway why not yep. do it as clone commandos or a variation of but then i'm also the one who's sitting there saying give me something new you know i want something which isn't prequels i want something which isn't ot i want something new uh, and the clones of course are so entrenched in that PT period because of course that's when they were born and created um, and you yeah. know I was reading up about the the characters in the game and the legacy and this is from wikipedia it's not from my mind and it got me remembering it's like yeah the the game is legends now for what that's worth for people but you know delta squad was in the clone wars series so delta squad who are the clone commandos are canon um scorch one of the members was in the bad batch he was in war mantle that episode uh, I think from season one and um, the Bad Batch themselves could also pretty much be called clone com- that could be the clone commandos um, and, the cl- and clone commandos for themselves not the clone commandos but that squad are in Battlefront 2 so you can play mm-hmm. as them I do enjoy playing as them in Battlefront 2 um, they look great they look iconic with those blue visors and everything but, um, so they haven't given up on the game or the, you know, the game has been so influential to the writers the people who play that game are now probably working for Lucasfilm and they're putting those ideas into animation, into other th- and into other games. So I wouldn't, you know, I'm loath to rule anything out 100%, only because, you know, even as recently as two years ago, whenever it was, the Bad Batch bought one of the characters into live action, into animation, sorry, into animated canon. So yeah. there's people are still thinking about it. And we're getting Star Wars Outlaws, Smuggler, love it. Okay, OT time. We're getting Jedi Survivor 2, love it. PT time, well probably close to DOT now it's still in that time period could they, you know, the clone commando game would take us back a little further in time and I can't think of any kind of first person shooter which wouldn't just be you know fought, like Battlefront campaigns, like the, the, the mm-hmm. Fortnite like you say, we're just playing as Republic grunts or whatever it would be so I think at the minute the clones are the most viable idea, unless they give us a Stormtrooper game, which could be fun but I think they know the clones are loved universally mate do you remember um segue
0: here sorry lads nice. but do you remember last year we were like oh Lucasfilm uh trademarked
3: the great circle i do remember that and i remember thinking man i hope that's not the name of the new film and did it did something come out about that wasn't it, it's like indiana jones or something or someone's taking that or was Correct. it it's
0: a it's, uh, indiana jones uh video game coming out of this course. year is it the great circle <laughs> or something or I think so. Yeah, the Great Circle. Well, I was always on. I was always quite up on it. I was like, "Oh, that's kind of a cool, um, cool name." I wonder if that's the name of the new film. You know, it was announced. It's
3: key, isn't it? Now we know what the circle is. It's a trinket.
0: Yes, mate. It's
3: uh, it's it's the um, (laughs) (laughs) Anticadera (laughs) Antikythera. I was gonna say MacGuffin, but yours is better. Yours is a real thing. That's in, indiana jones in, is pretty much MacGuffins are us right like yeah that's pretty thing. much they belong in the whole th- museum
0: mate exactly so what are you gonna do uh yeah interesting <laughs> listen i think let bring bring on the star wars games mate bring them on scott i know you love it we love it kids love it it's great for the brand it's why a lot of people are fans and it's really important that they land a star wars game yeah they yep. they, they gotta do it jedi survivor was amazing are amazing, but does it have the longevity of a game like Battlefront Two? I'd argue it doesn't because yeah, it job. doesn't have to re- nice the range. Yeah, it doesn't have single re- single player, sorry, play. in it. Yeah. yeah, exactly, and that's the truth. If if I have an hour spare, if I have an hour spare, mate, what am I going to play? A, 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 a multiplayer game? Shout. Am I going to yeah. play a game of FIFA? Am I going to play you know a bit of Fortnite? Am I going to play you know whatever you play that's mm-hmm. multiplayer? Or am I going to sink, you know, just an hour into Starfield? You know, a game where if you don't keep up to date with your story, if, you, if, you, if you're not invested, you disassociate, don't you? So
3: that's it, mate. I thought about that this morning, mate, not to drag that on, but mm. I, was, I was in a lobby this morning brushing my teeth, and yeah. uh, I was thinking about what a great Grammy award-winning game that is, Jedi Survival. I was like, do you know what? I it want to good. play... I want to go back into it and play parts of it, but you don't have that option. Like Battlefront 2, if you want to play the campaign, once you complete it, you can go back and play like, individual parts of it. You can play certain all of them, all of the segments. I'd love to be able to go back to Jedi Survivor and just be able to pick a part to play, whether it's this mission or go into this planet. You can just run around on the planet and kill people, but I'd like to I'd like I'd love to see them like support it with a little DLC where it's maybe inconsequential, but you can do something. offline almost or or, or which gives you that longevity because once you play it once or twice then it is done you know the story's done the story ain't going to change so i agree with you whereas those multiplayer games you are the story you are the story and you can have a great time with your mates and that so i totally whilst i you know i love the game i totally agree with you about longevity and about the legacy essentially of it will people be playing it religiously in 10 years i don't know but people still want support for Battlefront 2 seven years later or whenever it was that they stopped doing it. So, Great question. Yeah. But we've got Outlaws coming out here this year, mate. They've, Ubisoft yeah. have announced it. They confirmed it. Hopefully that lives up to the name as well, mate. But a couple of cracking Patreon questions there as ever. Mate, our patrons, yeah. they're lovely, but man, do they know how to give us good questions. So, Scott, uh-huh. we already you know your answer to that question. You love it. You want it. You want some Republic commanders in your life, uh, and we'd love to know you guys' thoughts <laughs> on the haircuts question. as well, so go back, have a listen, and let us know who you think has the best hair and all that in Crix. Star Wars. Crix Medine, Papa yeah. Medine's got the best beard as well. Mm. His, you know, it's it never grows, so you <laughs> mm. <Such laughs> never a, need to do anything. Such a dog, isn't he? Such a dirty dog, <laughs> you know. <laughs> He's got that look about him, isn't he? You don't want to meet him in the cantina because you just don't know what Crix you're going to meet that night. Oh Crixie But what a name as well it's proper Star Warsy but I we digress on our Crix Medine love. We may have found our new Glup right there, but um let's move on. Bartender, we're done. We're finished. Thank you for the drinks, but sorry about the mess. We're we'll back again to cause more trouble. Same time next week here in the Bantina.
0: Ladies and gentlemen. It's the Star Wars Sessions game!
3: Game! Right, each week we end Star Wars Sessions with a Star Wars themed game. This week it's my turn to host Luke, your cheeky panda. Do you want to know what we're playing this week? Context. I just held up a box of tissues, <laughs> branded Cheeky Panda. Yeah, he's a cheeky panda.
0: Just because Matt, no. Matt be like, people be like, "What is Matt on about?" Like, why? Or oh, they might um, just think you're a panda.
3: but maybe, yeah, maybe. um What are we plan, mate? Come on, enlighten right. me. This week, mate, we're playing a game, and I have got the game, okay. though I didn't give it a title. I haven't got a catchy title because I forgot about that part. However, this week I am going to be playing you some clips of Star Wars scores. Uh, a snippet of a Star Wars score, but it's being played backwards. I've, I've reversed it. And oh, I want you to tell this, me the we? name yeah. you have. I want you to tell me the name of the the song. So they are scores. Yeah. They are from live action Star Wars. I am just double checking that now. Yep, they're all from live action Star Wars. We should call it Reverse Arama. Oh, Reverse of the Sith or something like that. Reverse Ooh. of the Jedi, something like that. That's, uh, reverse uh, that's reverse of the sift. That's yeah, reverse. Yeah, that's very don't good. reverse sift because you know you say, start saying words you don't want to say. But um, right, so this forward, <laughs> I'm going to play. For, yes, yes, hits. I'm going to play five snippets, obviously one at a time, and in between you are going to tell me what song that is. Are you ready to test your reverse hearing? Let's do it. Right, remember, live action. So here we go. I've got f- both
0: headphones in. I'm usually a one-er. I only you do are one. a one even, even when we're on radio, I put the headphones on just one ear and have one just like <laughs> slightly, like a DJ. Yeah.
3: I like it, mate. Anyway, I dig it. Right, Cara on, DJ. Right, silence in the crowd, please. The first, <laughs> first song <laughs> score you've got to identify is this.
0: oh that could be that could be a few things
3: (laughs) it could be anything it's easy because i know it yeah play it again for me buddy oh here we go i will get actually no i'm not gonna give it away here we go yeah prequel isn't it is it prequel can't say if it is or not but there's one bit there which is it again i know it so i'm listening out there's one bit where i'm like oh that is it you can hear what it is i know i think i can but it sounds it's
0: consciously similar i'm pretty sure when this piece was written it is consciously meant to be a bit similar to another piece maybe it's foreshadowing something i don't think it's across the stars it's too quick For that, is it? (laughs) Stop doing that face, (laughs) Mister Hudson. I'll give you. Do you know what? When when it started, I was like, oh, I know what that is, and now I've like overcomplicated it in my head. So maybe I'll stick with what I just said because that seems to be at the forefront, even though I don't think it is that. It can't be that because it's too
3: short. It ain't the prequels. no it ain't it's original I'm going to give you that because I don't want I don't want you to spend um a a couple of minutes on it only to find out that you're completely chasing the wrong dog on this one so it's definitely not the prequels is it the resistance then uh what from the sequels yeah yes you've got it 100% right it is March of the Resistance there's one bit where you can hear it hear it go like I don't know how it goes it's much it's resistance. Resistance. Yeah, because it's it's,
0: ha, it's it. crazy similar to the Trade Federation music, it's not for her right? Off. In there, yeah. It's yeah and,
3: but it's like an upbeat, you know. Yeah, it's a quality tune. That it's banging, it's beautiful banging bit of music, right? Beautiful. Mate, you're one for one. I am shocked. Uh, I'm shook. So you're one for one. Okay, well let's let's try this one. Let's make it a little bit. We'll go. We'll go for this one. Here we go. Silence in the crowd, please
4: it's
0: um imperial it's is that it's the imperial march
3: of course it is that was the easiest yeah. one of the lot you've got it mate yeah. Not going to dwell on that. I'm so glad you got that. I didn't think you'd get the other one. You smashed it. Two for two, mate. Let's let's change up. But here we go. Number three. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. Three, two, one. With a headphone.
0: A soaker.
3: A soaker. Playing What made you say that? Sounds like it. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> yes. Now, that I listen to it. Like, that is not not to play down your incredible achievement, but I'm. I said the only one that's like really strings lead, isn't it? It's like the only one that sounds that's, like that. That's what I was thinking. It's actually quite unique compared to. Um, right. Well, three out of three says you know your scores, yep. mate. Uh Okay. Well, how many have we you... got? How many have we got? You've got what? two more to go, mate. Okay. You five. Nice. You could have a nice. perfect game here. Which is something I never thought would happen Here we go go Number 4 is dropping now I know this. Just sounds like sounds like mess backwards. <laughs> I know. I know this. what it is, and I started to think it's something else. <laughs>
0: da,
3: da, da, da. I know this. Can we oh, play in the background what you're one, thinking, yeah. mate? There's a little. There's a little bit in a it. Elite motif. Here we go. Whilst you're thinking, mate, just sit go on. The if you know it, shout out.
0: Taking his head no. out he's he's into this. I can't picture it, but I know it. I know it. <laughs> it's Rogue One. What's the song Rogue called? Rogue One. It's one. your father would be proud. Michael Giacchino.
3: Jin's father would be proud. I'm very proud because that is it. Four out of four, mate. He's banging this oh, yeah. one away. He yeah. is laughing. Yes, I thought it was Anakin's oh. Betrayal until I realised I made the game and realised it wasn't. Um, oh. Right. i so, so me just Tell you, mate, the pressure is entirely on you now to smash this one with a five out of five. I oh, didn't well, think, and I love you, man. I didn't think you'd get two out of five, but you're, you're on broke to get five. Ready, <laughs> <mate>. <laughs> you ready, mate? I actually think you're going to get this one. You what? I think you're going to get this one. You do? Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one, five one. Five out of five. That was so obvious. What is it, mate? Say it the fellows in the back.
0: On Augie's great municipal band. Yes, it. Orgy's
3: municipal band. Yes, mate. I cannot believe what I'm having to, about to say now. I'm going to need to sit back. Luke, <laughs> Luke Maximus Hydraulicus Bly. You cheeky panda. Five out of five on the reverse of the Sith game. I cannot believe I'm stacking that oh i'd have to go harder next time with some of those choices i did the jude bellingham (laughs) i can't believe that i'm so i'm so Uh, it's not often (laughs) i don't know what to say that's who know me know that good news that's why i'm here i have no idea welcome to to the
0: sessions welcome to the sessions what a game I'm, i'm i'm
3: let's retire the game now We might have to five out of five. If anyone Um, else had got the five out of five, good for you. But Luke did, and that's what surprised me the most.
0: (laughs) I'm so happy. I'm so
3: surprised by this. Well, thanks, mate. What um, I in a good way? What a celebratory way! That song was a great way to end off. We're having our own little party here.
0: I adore that song. As
3: as soon as I, as soon as I knew, I was like, you're going to hear the whistles, you're going to hear the chant, and you're going to know it immediately. Man, if we ever play that again, I am going to go with some deep cuts. On it, I'm going to go for like Clone Wars episodes. (laughs) Nobody cares about uh, what? What's that? D-score stuff.
0: Cara june has has a theme. What? Not anymore. Not anymore.
3: Mama Dune. Hey, Cara Dune's a fun character, but we'll see. Did she have a theme?
0: I don't know, mate. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I, I know Nando's
3: got a theme pretty sweet. Theme, theme. You know? He's got a he's <laughs> got a he's got a Mac Daddy theme. Grogu's got a baby Which, theme as well. So yeah, that's um, true. But you But so you'd know them. If if anyone has a score, a theme, you're gonna know them because you've just got a five out of five on reverse oh, of path, the Sith. And that is the game for this week. And I'm wearing We are like landing the mothership. We are done. Yeah. I'm wearing a Led Zeppelin t shirt as well, so it's got the Music. on it. So there we are, synergy. That's why he got it. It was rerouting through his brain all these musical notes and nerdiness, mate. Booze episode two hundred and thirty-six. We we're, we're only fourteen away from two hundred and fifty episodes, and you know that ain't that ain't far off. So two hundred thirty-six, mate, banging episode about the new Jedi Order. What's exciting is one day we are going to be talking about the new Jedi Order in its reality. Know. And it's all going to start from oh, this. We'll remember this next week. We've got a banger as well, but that's it, mate. That's it. We're done. 2.36. Any last words before we go? Uh, leave us a review. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Well, and that, that's if they want to do it, mate. I
0: know, and I'm skipping, but I'm, people might just zone out because we do that's the same outro. <laughs> that's our new Even outro. People might just
3: be like, gomming out like, uh, oh, you know, you get five out of five. That's our new outro. Leave us a review. See you later. Lucky boy. That is it, though, for episode 236 and for the sessions this week. We hope you've all enjoyed it, but the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us and leave us a review? Master Blywalker.
0: They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can search for us on X, Instagram, Threads, Facebook, TikTok. Just search Star Wars Sessions and you'll find us. Uh, We've got an email address. Feel free to email. Send us a voice note, whatever. Send it to hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. We've plugged to Patreon already. Patreon.com forward slash
3: Star Wars Sessions. Sign up. If it's within your means, it'd mean the world yes we love it find us on blue sky we're, we've almost got 100 followers on blue sky which has now opened up its doors to everybody it ain't very good but we're on there um uh, it's gonna get yeah I we are even. here we you know i signed up a couple of months ago um i got an invite from somebody so i used it for the sessions uh I've been, nobody um, was on it because it was invite only but now it isn't <sighs> I, I don't think so it's getting a bit more traction. So find us on gonna, there yeah all right yeah find us on there find us on there it's, it's fine but we're on there if you want to. Um, but if you want to support the show for free, you can do that. Follow us on all of those socials. But please leave us a five-star rating and review, like Lukey Boy said, on your favourite podcast provider. By the time you've finished listening to this episode, you can just scroll up and leave those five stars. It's very, very quick to do. We would really appreciate that. Five stars helps the show grow. introduce new listeners. Gets us up those algorithms and listening lists and all those good things. And it's another way to hear from all of you each and every week
0: yeah like if you leave a good review it encourages other people to listen and then they they can listen to us talk about you know maydean's haircut (laughs) does it i mean this is just peak podcasting right right cricks Please tell all of your Star Wars friends, Bas, tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your nearest Oasis haircut loving person, tell your Ewok, tell your cousin, the more the merrier, the Castle Spicier.
3: Yes, tell Natalie Portman's hairdresser that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time, from me, see ya, and from Luke, may the force be with you always.
0: Ooh, catch, 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 yeah! Goal, Nalga. Yep, yeah.
3: <laughs> goal. Do
0: you like it? It's pretty good, I isn't do. it? Not bad. <laughs> That's Scouse That's scouts. But I'm doing like Man Manchester. <laughs> Mad for it. Hey. Mad for it. Oh, I love Manchester. Big up.